0: Everyone, welcome to the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast, the podcast where two guys ask what the one thing is for five different questions to a GFN Philly member. The two guys asking the questions are Bowen Nahr and myself, Jim Murphy. Hey, Bowen. Hey, Jimmy. We are pleased to welcome our guest,
1: Bill Owens with APL Advisors. Hey, Bill. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Bowen. Great to be here. Appreciate you guys having me. All right. Let's kick off the show here. Question number one. What's the
0: one thing from your story that's important for people to
1: know? It's always tough to pull, you know, one thing out. I guess I would say it's a journey. It's been a long journey, both geographically, uh, professionally, uh, mentally, spiritually started out as an attorney many years ago don't hold that against me I spent time in New York City different locations and years ago you know when I decided to settle down and determine a path for you know my life my wife and I sat down in this the best and most flexible career uh, but it's been a long journey and a long path to get here and I won't bore you with all the details but um you know when I meet someone it's always great to share that and and i think there's a lot of foundation as to how i you know got to where I am today I always love when people use the term uh, "recovering lawyer." That's one of my favorite
2: ways that former lawyers introduce themselves. And and all the most interesting people that we have on this podcast tend to be the ones that have some sort of journey that uh, that they've taken over the
1: years to to get them here. That's right. The experience was was very powerful. I'd love to say it was all positive, but there was some you know negative mixed in there, and that's what you know kind of makes you the full person that you are today. The Odyssey would be a pretty boring book if it was all just wins. Yes, it'd be be very short.
0: I guess life's a journey and not a destination. You are exactly where you're supposed to be at right in this moment. At some point, the world will conspire to help you to get to where you're going, regardless if you want to go or not, I guess. Question number two, what's the one inspirational quote that you would share with the listeners?
1: It's the quote that you are 100% in control of your own life. But the moment in my own head that I clicked off that nobody's going to do it for me or no one's going to make me happy or successful, it's just it's on me to be in control of of my path. I'm a big
2: fan of atomic habits. And one of the things that uh, James Clear mentions is life is made up of the things we can control and the things we can't control. And he says the things we can't control is luck and the things we can control is effort. The people that spend most of their time focused on the things they can control, the effort, what they can actually put in and change ultimately tend to be the ones that are the most successful. And even if they aren't the most successful, they are almost always the ones that are the happiest. I really like that quote. That's a
1: great one to share with the listeners. And you put it in such a great way. I mean, that's a scary life to, to focus on all the things that you can't control. Um, but when you focus on that with which with you can control, you find that you're more in control of your life than you think. I tend to give that lesson to my my kids a lot, and I'll, I'll let them take the next few decades to, to let that sink in.
0: Yeah, is it the 5 a.m. club, Bowen? I think it accepts everything and expect nothing, right? And I I think that's a a good part of it. And, And maybe that kind of circles back to your first comment in life where you started out doing one thing and you're doing a completely different thing now that's making you more happy. Rapid fire. Five questions, Bill. What's your one book?
1: It's a book called The Art of Selling to the Affluent by Matt Oxley. What's your one album? I don't know if this has been mentioned. Pink Floyd, Metal.
0: What's your one vacation destination?
1: Honorable mention Hawaii, but Avalon, New Jersey. Go with what you love. What's your one TV series? You know, TV series was, was tough. I'd have to go Seinfeld. I just love humor in life. And what's your one movie? National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. A little timely, but I love that movie.
2: What's not to love? If you can do the whole jelly of the month scene, then. And of course, if you come onto this podcast and you say Avalon, New Jersey's number one travel destination, you're pandering to 90% of
1: our listeners. So, Well, I hope that we all get to meet down there in Avalon.
2: (laughs) Again, we're just waiting for Peloton or Nike or maybe Twitter. (laughs) Things seem to be going well over there. Maybe they can be our our next sponsor to pay for our GFN Avalon podcast
1: alumni uh, happy hour. Retreat. Yeah.
2: Well, it's cooler by a mile in Avalon,
0: right? Is it-
1: you know, I'll tell you, they're all great. And and whether it's Margate down to Cape May and anything in between, it's frankly, it's the family time. I was joking with the two of you before. Uh, my my family's house there is my Superman ice cave. And frankly, we go down there, the, the five of us and the dog, and we just enjoy each other's time. And, and just to circle back, Bill,
0: you know, it's funny. I, I was telling Bo this, and I, I think for over six continents, download it. But can you imagine someone listening in and then making it part of their life's destination to make it to this so-called Avalon, New Jersey? I'd really love to be there as they arrived on the island. Definitely like the call for uh, National Lampoons and Cousin Eddie. I mean, forget it. Like he steals the whole movie at
1: times. You know, I'm Clark Griswold. My 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 wife would would say that. I mean, I, I am. I'm a family man. And uh, you know, listen, Shawshank is an amazing movie, and Godfather, and all that. Uh, maybe it's the time of the year and I'm filled with the holiday spirit, but um, that's like the epitome of everything going wrong, but to have the, the best life. So in a way, that's sort of what life feels like sometimes.
0: Question number four. What's the one charity or cause that you would recommend to the listeners?
1: So many great ones. Um, CHOP, uh, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. If you're a resident of Philadelphia, you always say, it's great to have it around. I hope we never need to go there. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my family and our third child has uh, been there often, and we're there every three months, and they are amazing. And simply put, they saved my youngest child's life. He's here today because of their incredible efforts.
2: Near and dear to your heart, and a worthy cause even without that. I CHOP actually was a client of mine a million years ago back in the mm-hmm. day, and I remember they were giving me a, a tour of one of the facilities that we were supporting from a the finance perspective. And they were just like the care that we provide is the greatest care in the world for children. Like, I mean, the facilities they have are second to none on this planet. So, absolutely worth giving the uh, the money so that
1: they can spread the love and help even more kids. Absolutely true. And and when we went through our experience and we looked up the you know the specific illness and it's a it's a genetic disorder. Uh, you know, as it turned out, the uh, world's leading expert on this genetic condition is housed at Shop. I mean, they they do an amazing job, and any donation there is to a, an amazing cause.
0: Well, I know this may not come out by tomorrow, but tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. So even though this might be a little late by the time this gets out on the uh, airwaves, you know, maybe pause the podcast or let this run, then hop right on the <laughs> top website and make a quick donation. Uh, you will help a family in need. The care is second to none. You put it perfectly. You're you're blessed to be here. Um, <sighs> you hope to never have to visit there. We all have neighbors or friends or family members that work at shop, and they all do, frankly, God's work a lot of times. So, you know, hats off to the entire staff and organization. And and the last question, what's your one tip for building a meaningful connection?
1: You know, ask questions and listen. We rarely take the time to find out what someone else is like. We're always waiting to make the next comment. I take great pride in Really talking no business for a long time and maybe getting to know somebody a little bit deeper, their family situation. Like what's their background? We talked about it earlier. What I think they call it active listening is the, the professional term. You know, the old saying, I guess, is you have two ears and one mouth, use them in proportion. And uh, you know, let people really tell you what's important to them. Don't try to tell it to them.
2: I'll rip on young people because that's mostly what I and who I was training. But whenever I would teach younger salespeople. I'd say, listen to understand, not to respond, because that's how most of us are wired. And I didn't come up with that. That's from one of the million business books, right? But it's being able to say, I'm actually less, I can hear what you're saying. And it would always crack me up, you know, it's morbid humor, but someone would sit, be there and they'd be like, and then unfortunately, that's, that's why I was off yesterday, because, you know, my, my dog was sick and we had to take him mm-hmm. to the vet. The moment they stopped talking, I would be in that meeting with that new salesperson, and they would go, "Awesome!" So, and it's just like you're just you're not you're not picking anything up. You're waiting for the noise to stop so you can tell them the amazing things that that you had to say. So,
1: the concept of having a sort of a meeting of the minds to me on a professional or even a, a personal level is so important. I, I use a lot of humor, and I like to know about your your family and you know your your pets and things like that because it's important to me. So, if I find people where that's important as well it's a great connection. You know, I love to golf and spend time with people where you kind of have time to talk, where there's really nothing going on. In today's world, we we, we want to text or Zoom and all, that's great. But uh, usually you just focus on business, right? Or, or the matter at hand. And sometimes we lose that rapport, right? That, that glue that keeps us all together. So I guess what I'm saying is I love golf and I love talking on the golf course with my clients and asking them a lot of questions.
0: <laughs> so Bill, we'll all be eagerly waiting for your invitation this spring to be a uh to be out in the local golf course here in Philadelphia right
1: yeah I picked a good time to have this podcast right as the season is wrapping up that's right um, but no ab- absolutely uh, most people would say I talk a little too much in the golf course but that's okay that's a good problem
0: all right Bill well thanks again for joining us here in the GFN Philly 215 questions podcast thanks Jim thanks Bowen